0: everybody this is dave hodges and we're back we are in hour number two and i've entitled this an evening with steve quayle and we're covering a whole bunch of issues we talked about a lot of things in the first hour but the theme was the burning down of america and the various ways it's being done and also we talked about the encroaching civil war that's already here it's done encroaching it's here it's just that masses amounts of people are dying yet we're going to be talking about the Alien Disclosure this hour, World War III, and the following hour. But first, I need to let you know that this show is brought to you by some very special people. One of them is the Alexa Pure Pro filter people. Listen, this device is incredible. I've seen the demonstrations. Um, I have ordered mine and I just can't wait to get it because I know that if I ever have to bug out, I can turn standing water into drinking water. I know Chromium-6, which causes cancer in 218 million Americans in their water supply. I know that this will fix that. I know it'll take out the pharmaceuticals. How do you get yours? Go to waterwithdave.com, and there's a special there waiting for you for listeners of The Common Sense Show. When we're back with Steve... And I promised that we would hit the Branson theme again. So, Steve, what I'd like to do is have you address Branson, the importance of people getting involved and getting uh, registered early. So go ahead and take it away.
1: another conference this year in Branson, Missouri, September 13th, 14th, and 15th, and it's important. It's called Answering the Alien Question, and our speakers roster is going to be pretty amazing, because again, we're having people, Dave, that are well-known worldwide for alien technology and for the different aspects, and these guys are, uh, by the way, I want to make it clear, these are, there are Christian speakers there, and there are non-Christian speakers there, but some of the best examples of understanding alien technology are from men and, and, and women who have basically spent their lives studying it so they need to go on gen6.com and our special we have a special until January 15th where people can save 25 bucks by getting an admission ticket early or they can get they can also save $20 and get Dave Flynn's free book Cydonia which I published the most amazing book on Mars ever written by one of the true geniuses who's now gone to be with the Lord years ago but the point being is that this is a special that's good for another two Weeks, so they can go in on our website g e n s i x dot com, or they can go to my website stevequail dot com and click on the green box saying "Answering the Alien Question." And so, as we're talking today and tonight about what's going to go on, I believe after after the September. Branson answering the alien question conference, I believe all up until that point, but after that point, literally all pun intended, alien hell breaks loose. It's beyond quote disclosure. Disclosure just means yeah, gee, there's been a secret space program. You can go on the internet and find you know tons of stuff written by some pretty uh, you know brilliant men and women who have been in the secret program. Uh, there are actually space. <laughs> and all the different alien visitors. So, you know, I think it's important that we discuss this on your show tonight, because here's the deal. Men's hearts are going to fail them for fear for looking after those things coming upon the Earth. And for five years, I was, I guess you'd say, welcomed in or tutored in. That's probably a better way of saying it. The advanced technology and the alien and space wars. The reason I never went public with it, Dave, is because... There's a specific time when people can understand content where they here. will reject it and just throw it away. With all of the, the events taking place now, the TR-3Bs, Tango Romeo 3 Bravos, TR-4s, all of the different, uh, uh, if you will, reverse-engineered spacecraft, uh, rocketry, and I want to go on record as stating right now that what you see in the Gemini and the Saturn and all of even the... Uh, Oh, good night. Our Challenger, our space shuttle fleet, that's all just basically for deception, and they keep your eyes on 100-year-old technology. The real money went into the $21 trillion at the Pentagon. By the way, they can't account for it, and it's hard for people to understand just how vastly uh, accelerated in the future we are. You know, you can see jumping space on Star Trek. But if you, if I say to you, that's already achievable now, uh, people say, oh, no, it isn't. If you talk to people about electrogravitic propulsion, Stan Dale's been talking about that for probably 20 years. Uh, he's probably been one of the most uh, pronounced, uh, uh, I guess you'd say, mouthpieces for advanced tally, uh, technology, advanced alien technology that's been out there. But the point has to be understood by people that you're talking about multiple Paul universes you're talking about and I'm not talking about a multiverse I'm talking about literally inhabited universes with other than human beings it's like God chose the earth and and did something special he created uh, a marvelous uh, a marvelous creation Adam and took Eve out of Adam's side and this was to be a place if you will the garden planet for God and then the uh, entities out there that were jealous of God creating uh, someone in his image and likeness, well, that made them lesser. So you know what? Ego rules the universe, and obviously ego got Lucifer thrown out of heaven who became Satan. So we're talking about the secret space programs, and as you and I were speaking before we came back from the break, Dave, early on, the interesting... Aspect of all this. There's a time when the fighter pilots, thermal cameras chasing UFOs would have been classified above top secret. There's times when people talking about the things they openly talk about now would be met with either assassination or intimidation or basically kidnapped. But the, the time is such, so when I talk about the context of time, that's simply uh, meaning that now people can understand this technology, they can grasp it, because they've actually had Hollywood portraying it for them. And we did a show, I don't know, maybe months ago, maybe a year now, but every single script, ladies and gentlemen, that goes through Hollywood, especially in the science fiction genre, has to be checked and approved. Uh, and overviewed by the intelligence agencies.
0: Yeah, that's true. And Steve, I think for a second you forgot (laughs) about my dad there. I grew up with this. I just didn't know it until I I was uh, in my late 20s and my dad had a terminal illness and we spent most nights together uh, talking away and then pretty soon he got into what he did. And he worked with captured German scientists and they worked on this technology. He even told me, Steve, that he said, there is a time that's coming where you'll be able to open a door and step through it and be on a different planet. And that was his way of describing a Stargate. Now, he never worked on the theoretical part of it, but the Germans told him they were working on it. He was working more on vertical lift craft That could go faster than light. And this is what they were working on their theoretical physics. But it's interesting, Steve, that you mentioned this because this stuff has been here for a long time. It's been here since someone gave it to the Germans. Who do you think gave it to the Germans?
1: Well, I will tell you this, extra-dimensional beings, because as you know in my book, Empire Beneath the Ice, I quote all of the head spokesmen for the Nazis and obviously deal with Dr. Warner Von Braun. And by the way, before Greg Evenson died, I told this only on your show, and I'll reiterate it, because, excuse me, I was on with you after uh, Greg uh, went to be with the Lord. Greg told me that his uncle... And Greg had clearances that most people don't even know exist. And, you know, I I get tired of arguing with people about clearance levels because there are so many different clearance levels beyond SCI, beyond even. And people say, there is no such thing as majestic. Well, I got news for you. You're wrong. (laughs) The point being is that Greg talked about Dr. Warner Von Braun telling him to his face. Now, Greg was a man's man. He wasn't given to metaphors. He wasn't given to uh, exaggerations. He told him that Dr. Werner von Braun went in a ship that was able to trans, that literally translate him from one galaxy to another, and literally the planet Altair IV. Okay, and so Werner von Braun was the, if you if everybody knows our history, he was the head of NASA. So, and Herman Obert, the two smartest guys. Well, I detail in my book, Empire Beneath the Ice, the whole development of the Nazi spacecraft program. And it's funny, Dave, you know, after I went on talk radio, people came on, even, it was even in the London Daily Mail, I'm sure they listen to us. I mean, I know they do. That the government wanted all of the model, you're going to plastic Ravel models of the Hanabu spacecraft that the Nazi developed taken off the market. Well, they went from 50 bucks to 500 bucks. It's too late. They can't keep the genie in the jar. I, I was told in the, and let's see, 2005 through 2010, I was told of the wars that we fight with aliens beyond our own system. I was told about Stargates. And for the record, and Hawk and I are going to do a show on this, we were both offered a trip through a gate and back, okay? Can you imagine how you explain that one to your wife? Hi, honey, I'll be gone. Uh, uh, Well, where are you going? Well, uh, honey, I'm going, I'm going to, I get a trip through a gate. She says, well, how do you know to trust them? Well, I said, well, obviously they're going to let me go through it. I'm hoping they bring me back. Well, you know, that may sound a little silly to people, but Hawk and there are four other people who I will not identify because I don't want any harm to come to them. But Hawk and I went through a period where he, was being literally uh, briefed on the same stuff I was, independently of each other and together, Dave. And so, with Warner Von Braun went to Altair Four, and you can look up his age, and then you know that Ben Rich, uh, the former head of Skunk Works, made the statement, anything you can imagine, we've already done. And then the control freaks at the Pentagon come in and say, oh, he was just drunk. I got news for you. In the mouth of two or three hundred witnesses, the the lies that they try to cover up no longer work. So the men in black have slacked off, because there is a purpose in this. There is a purpose, and that has already been telegraphed by the Catholic Church, that the aliens quote, they are our gods, the Prometheus factor. My answer to all of those ancient alien guys, who claim they're the ones that created mankind, who created the ancient aliens, and oh, by the way, how come the ancient aliens supposedly... <clears throat> We're so caught up with earth women i get it that we're an r-rated planet and they're a g-rated planet so they had to stay they had to come from the g-rated planet or was there a sign now i'm mocking intentionally yes. or was there a sign out past uh, uh andromeda saying earth women are easy for a good time or in space now that's extreme, I understand that. But here is the deal. You cannot get away from the crossover dialogue between the fallen angels coming to Earth. The fallen angels, you know, I've read all Sitchin's work. I've read everybody's stuff, not everybody, but the majority of stuff out there that was written for the last 20 years. And here's the transition point. Here's where it all boils down to the crux of the matter. God in his word in Genesis makes it clear that the sons of God are absolute. They are an order of heavenly beings. Jude talks about them not keeping their first estate. In other words, they didn't stay where they were created. The Watchers came to Earth, 200 of them. They had sex with Earth women, and that's where the mighty men of renown came forth. There were two introductions of them, both before the Flood and after the Flood. So it's interesting. Barry Kamish, who I haven't... I believe he may be dead now. I'm not trying to get him dead if he isn't, but I think he passed away. He put a, a, a... Book out years ago, maybe a decade, fifteen years ago. Uh, uh, aliens over Jerusalem, or aliens in the Holy Land, and he was talking about the Nordic style. Huh, interesting. You know, eight nine feet, blonde hair, blue eyed. Well, if he if I had a chance to talk to him, uh, I would have told him. You know what? That's just like the giants in Chile that talked about the natives talked about the blue blue eyed blonde haired giants that came from.
0: with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time
1: the stars so you know the the language of the world and the the civilization, you cannot escape the idea, you cannot escape that the gods had sexual intercourse with women and produced giants. You see, but people <laughs> twist that and they say, Well giants had sex with Earth women. That's not true. The giants were the progeny and the fallen angels were able to uh, transform themselves into whatever shape and size of human beings they needed to be. So here's the deal. The the entire dialogue of aliens creating humanity is absolutely absurd from the standpoint of if you look at it, then you have to ask then who created them. So did something other than them and another dimension create them in our dimension, and then they come to our dimension to fool around and have a good time? You know, did they did they come here just in their quest for knowledge and advance civilizations?
0: by calling Noble Gold at 877-646-5347.
1: We have pictures of, of flying saucers all through ancient history. You have, you know, Sumerian, Babylonian. By the way, the Pentagon refers to the ancient aliens as the gods of the Sumerians because the Sumerians, you know people can't answer their questions how did mankind go from a Paramecian getting it on with a worm, and you produce us and we get advanced space travel where 150 years ago we were Conestoga wagons in the desert there is an introduction of advanced technology, and in the Third Reich, which your dad was involved in the technology of that, not in the Third Reich, but the breakdown of the technology, Dave, they got all their information through spiritual and physical operations. I talked to a four-star special operations general. He called me. I knew these guys only by initials. I never met them by my choice, so I could never give up anybody. And the thing is, he said, if you go and look at Hellboy, do you remember the scene in Hellboy where the Nazis are out in the rain, and you got that guy that looks like, uh, you know, um, oh, Darth, a bald Darth Vader? Yes. And the and yeah, the, yeah and they're they're ticking up that time machine, or forgive me, the uh, Stargate. He told me that's real technology that we ended up with during World War II. Now, would a four-star general in spec ops lie to me? People say, well, they, uh, they know you'd believe anything. Well, I got news for you. They can't uh, use that when I'm able to verify specific stories through non-related relationships. In other words, if I get the story from an intelligence guy or get it from a military guy or get it from a public sector scientist, and they all say the same thing, there's a good chance it's true. And I think what people have got to understand now is that with these if you call them, we'll call them what they are, slaughterbots, military trained robots that have actual uh, living entities that are demons possessing them, they can't even begin to grasp the level of warfare. The mind of man, and I understand it, if it melts my mind, it's certainly going to heat up others, you know?
0: Well, I I have heard this in a different version at home. And uh, Steve, I'm I'm still baffled. I want to ask you about one theoretical approach I've heard, and I never discussed this with my father because I didn't come across it until after he passed. But there are a number of people out there that believe that we had to leave the planet for whatever reason at some time and we're the descendants of the survivors, and that uh, some of the aliens, and I say some, not all, that are coming back are us from a long time ago. Do you have any opinion well,
1: sure, on yeah, I don't believe that. Now, let me tell you why. Number one, I am by, by the grace of God given to understand some of this stuff when, you know, Jesus literally appeared to me and gave me a panorama of history in 1972 and said he would only reveal it as the events were soon to unfold. So, biblically, but that's, the, That's can I tell you, that's the Prometheus with a twist, you know? We are they. I think it was uh, Richard Hoagland that said, we are the Martians, or yes. was that Hoagland, or was it... Hoagland uh, did say that. Uh, somebody, yeah, so, so the point that I'm trying to make is this, is that due to the interbreeding of entities from different galaxies, there are already aliens who walk among us. It's like Rowdy Roddy Piper, okay? And Dave, there's actually, and I'll try and find it for you, but there's actually a guy who patented a set of opposite polarizing glasses goggles who claimed that he could see into the spirit realm. This guy's got enough PhDs to make a thermometer jealous. And so the idea that Rowdy, I can't say his name, Rowdy Roddy Piper, he's gone now, but that movie They Live was absolutely a foretaste of what's going to be like in the future because we're seeing all sorts of grotesque hybridized monsters and again that's why I said today's technology tomorrow's monsters in my book Genetic Armageddon and now we've got if you will all of this mixed seed of flowing through the veins of different entities on the planet for instance I'll give you an example the Basques in Spain believe that they are the descendants of Atlantis. The Atlantis would be a specific advanced angelic civilization that God destroyed as legend states because they got into they got into the world of genetic manipulation. So, you know, to answer your question, yes I've heard that, but I, I challenge it because Jesus died to redeem mankind. And here's the question. I, I was just asked this last week. Can aliens be saved? The answer is no. Okay? Because they're not created in the image and likeness of God. God concerns himself and his work with his creation. And when you see everything going on to abrogate, to denigrate, to mutate, and to, uh, you know, uh, manipulate the human genome, there's something so unusual about the human genome. For instance, God gave us the ability as human beings to, to procreate. To create life, we don't do it ex nihilo or ex nihilo in Latin, what N-I-H-L-O. We do it, you know, basically as cooperating. God created everything, so the devil basically takes what God's created and manipulates that, but he didn't create it out of nothing. So what what we come right down to, Dave, in the discussion of the aliens is this, is and, and I'll, I'll throw this question out to you, how... Do we know that the world's elite and the evil ones that absolutely hate Christians, and then you have to ask yourself, what's the basis of their hate, who want to destroy everybody except them? What is their bloodline? Because you know this, you've talked about the royal bloodlines of Europe. They believe the falsehood that Jesus had sex with Mary Magdalene. He right. did not, yeah. and produced the royal bloodline. No, but they, the Rothschilds were at least honest to know that they were the offspring of Lucifer. You know, and Lucifer was busy about his business, and the word uh, that I think comes to mind is this: is that there are people that no matter. What evidence is presented, it will not be enough to get them to accept Jesus because they they believe they are going to become God. And if you believe you're going to become God, why do you want to serve in their mind a lesser God? My answer to them is simple, because, uh, to quote Ewell Brenner to Moses, his God is God, the classic line in the Ten Commandments. And the thing is, is I'd rather worship the Creator than the created. And so when you're dealing with aliens, it doesn't matter blues, grays, it doesn't matter what species, it doesn't matter what claims, doesn't matter what advanced technology they have, it all ends up in a laboratory tube. And again, like I said, if they are such an evolved species with such uh, astonishing knowledge, they sure have to mess around with human genetics a lot, you know?
0: Well, they really do. And you're you're absolutely right in what you're saying. The thing I find curious is here you have the Pope. He was asked the question, and I wrote about this a couple of years ago, uh, what would you do if you met an alien? He said, I'd baptize them. He says they can be saved. Steve, yep. this is a false prophet, isn't it?
1: It is, and I believe he is the most dangerous entity. And Dave, I think I've defined it, but I will define it again. I use the word entity as, not, as someone who is not Human, okay? They've either been taken over, given over, or they were bred to the position. So when I use the word entity, uh, you know, some people just call them NHIs, non human, uh, or NHEs non-human entities, you know. Uh, some people call them NHIs, non-human intelligence. I am calling it, let's just call it SEI, supernatural evil intelligence. The reason why they cannot be saved is that Jesus died for the human race. The reason he's called the second Adam in Scripture is because the first Adam, Sin, gave his authority that God had given to him. He gave it over the devil. So isn't it interesting that the the very people that claim that Jesus is fake, Jesus never existed, as they slander him continually, or they avoid him totally. They can't deny him historically. And it's going to, you mark my words, context of this time, there's going to be so much evidence that people's hatred and anger, basically, they want to go their own way. And God, who honors free will, says, choose ye this day whom ye will follow. The devil seduces, he deceives, and he does it by giving you an illusion and the illusion of eternal life apart from god unfortunately is going to come at the eternal cost of men and women's souls when they wake up and find out there is no release from hell so the devil and his angels the bible says fought against god and his angels and their place the devil and his angels was no longer found in heaven so you know dave there are people that just absolutely go nuts over the genesis six Count. Well, that's the sons of Seth. No, it isn't. The sons of Seth and the uh, daughters of Cain would have basically produced normal-sized people. So what's the genetic change? And this is something I want people to understand. The idea of a, of a demon, people have got, it is a hybrid. It is not a single origin entity. When fallen angels have sex with earth women producing the giants, when that giant died, his Spirit, the hybrid spirit, became evil spirits upon the earth. That's in the Book of Enoch, the Book of Giants, and it's alluded to in the gathering demoniac when Jesus cast the demons out of the man that was chained and crazy begging Jesus to let him go into the pigs, who, by the way, later ran off the cliff and drowned. But they said, have you come to torment us before our time? In that single statement, they acknowledge who Jesus is. They acknowledge the period of time before our time, and they acknowledge their end. So I think it's interesting that when you're talking about people that they think, oh, say that aliens can be baptized, they make it sound like it's just a, you know, well, and maybe it is to them, just a ritual that nothing changes. The Bible says that when people accept Jesus become new creations in Christ Jesus, old things have passed away. So let's say in my family tree or lineage, I have screwball DNA someplace down the line. Well, I can't answer the question. At what point can you not be saved? But I can tell you this: It's all who call upon the name of the Lord can be saved, because the Bible's promises is that we become transformed, new creatures in Christ Jesus. Old things, including our DNA, have passed away. All things, including our new DNA, are made new.
0: That that is, excuse me. That is such a good way to put that. It's. Uh... But it shows the false doctrine that's invaded the church. Because if it's invaded the well, Catholics, false, yeah. it, it's invaded oh, every religion.
1: And the Protestants are no better than the Catholics in their in their deception and in their denial. You know, it's interesting because this Pope and, and the Protestants have their equivalents and even in the charismatic movement, you know, there is, let me make a statement. People, you cannot have unity, you cannot have light and darkness joined together. You cannot say that uh, Islam worships the same God as the Hebrews. It's just tactically, historically, and patently untrue. But when you have an entity, and I'm using that word again, who, in my opinion, transcends humanity by either giving himself over to it or born with it that is making claims against Jesus is slamming the Bible at every chance he can he's kissing
0: Ladies and gentlemen, right now, go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges.
1: The Quran, who's doing everything in his power to undermine biblical Christian truth, then you've got to ask yourself this, what makes you think he is who he says he is? And if he isn't, who put him in there and more importantly, who controls him?
0: That's the key. Who controls them? And who controls this pope? Who controls the TV evangelists that come on that don't talk about the social plagues of abortion and things like this? All they are is just do what we say and God will give you lots of money. I've had it with so much organized religion, Steve, I can't even see straight.
1: Oh, absolutely Look, I I want to make it clear. The word relationship is what the entire New Testament teaches. We're God's children. And to as many as receive him, meaning the Lord Jesus Christ, God gives us his power to become the sons of God. God adopts us through the blood of Jesus. People want to come another way. Jesus said, all whoever came before me are thieves and robbers. And so everybody wants, it was like Phil Crane, the late Phil Crane, Crane had a great statement. He said, "Everybody wants to go to heaven, but nobody wants to die." You know. <laughs> I, I, and so, where we're at, Dave, yeah, that that one I want people to think in. Everybody, there's not the universal goodness of mankind. What we're seeing right now is God is stripping off the facade of the Democrats. He's stripping off the facade of the Republicans. He's stripping off the facade of America's quote, uh, military-industrial complex. He's revealing it all. Now, I'm on record, and I want to say this. I really feel i got to say this again, Dave. Before Russia and China were even antagonistic talking about going to nuclear war with us, I was on talk radio five years before all this stuff started happening, saying, you know, here's the word. Before... God allows Russia and China to nuke the United States, he's going to reveal the sins of the leaders to the people and the people's sins before a holy God. Well, because nobody knows the history of the Old Testament very well anymore or the New Testament, they just think that, oh, that's just a stupid statement. God's not going to allow it. As the sin of pedophilia, as the sin of child sacrifice, as the satanic crimes, as the duplicity of the Republicans, as the, if you will, perversion of God's creation down to everything. Hey, by the way, take it up with God if you don't believe that there's only created male and female you see this is why the three percent now here's an interesting thing isn't it dave if three to four percent of these guys are lgbtq xyz and i don't know i'm just saying whatever they claim you know uh, i just call them the alphabet people take three and choose you know and 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 look i i the gender confusion Oh, brother. I saw, did you see the article now where they're having uh, young girls have double mastectomies at 11 to 13 years old? I think Bob Griswold sent it to me. I know he did. And this is for two reasons. To prevent breast cancer in their later years and to save them the trouble from cutting off their breasts if they decide they want to, uh, what's it called, transition to a male? (sighs)
0: Yeah, Bob. Bob has talked to me about the same thing. It was Bob.
1: I just yep, so, so the thing is, is the thing is is that what do you do? You can weep and cry out to God. You can also stand up, speak up, and if you go to a and I coined the term jellyfishianity. Okay that means they have no form they go with the flow and the people that go to jellyfishianity uh gatherings are i call them jellyfishians okay and if you know a jellyfish and it just kind of moves and flows with the tide, it goes, it carries, it's carried by current, it's carried by group, you know, there's usually uh, uh, pods of jellyfish, I don't think they call them schools, but whatever, uh, jellyfish, they have the, they don't have a, they're not an invertebrate, they, they, where's the spine gone, you know, and and if I want to share, there's a the story I posted on my website today, and I'll keep it up there and it's it's tragic it shows men wearing female stuff and then it shows little boys being dressed up like little girls and the tragedy is an 11 year old transgendered boy dancing in a gay bar for dollar tips did you see that
0: i have seen it yes
1: so ladies and gentlemen if, if this is something that that I want to leave you with, you know, just thinking about this, all of this alien stuff is designed to destroy humanity, to take away the human genome. And I said this, Dave, when uh, uh, oh they were looking for the human genome project. I said, listen, it's not just uh, being able to identify the human genome; they're looking for other genomes, and I, I believe they were looking for the genome of the Raphaim. the Raphaim is the term the old testament uses for giants after you know numbers 1333 which is there's two places where the word nephilim is used genesis 6 and numbers 1332 and 33 so the confusion is is simply this people are allowing Less than a three percent population to dictate their entire children's future, and you're an educator, Dave. And when you look at the world through your eyes, and you see what once used to be a football team, which now may be a football queen, only a male one. And I'm sorry, I don't know what else how to say it, but the point being is that everything that God created and saw and said that it was good is being destroyed every boundary every protection and that's why you know when the gates of hell open there's no stopping what's coming through the only one who can stop what's coming through is the power of prayer now look I'm ai am a second amendment guy I believe that, that we fight for our rights and ladies and gentlemen I want to say this again I try and say it on every show anybody that take your gun is your assassin anybody who take your gun will ultimately take your life all these gun programs whether they're in baltimore or california or whatever they're all designed for one thing to ultimately take your guns and they will take your life because dave you know when we spoke about even the deagle uh oh good night the deagle uh survey were within a few years we're going to be down almost to a fifth of our population you know or less. What's going to have to happen? Now we've got polio and a different form of polio. Now we've got diseases coming in the country that have never been seen before. And ladies and gentlemen, when you see these programs of unlimited immigration with no medical checks, you got to ask yourself this. What about an army of children infected with whatever you can infect them with and, and keeping them in closed quarters and then releasing them into the border where they get freed into the border? I don't think, Dave, I don't think that there's any way as, as clear as I could try and be to write the deadly nature of what we're facing. Can you put it into better words? I mean, you can no. because obviously you're a more linear. I just don't know how to do it.
0: The exasperation that overtakes me when I deal with these issues is just almost incomprehensible, but I go back to Vance Davis, my ex-NSA friend. Steve, he was telling me this stuff was happening in nineteen ninety three. I mean, we're talking twenty five going on twenty six years now. He was talking to me about this before I was ever in the media. So
1: Amen. Amen.
0: And, and, and I, I would tell people this, Steve. I would repeat what Vance would tell me. And I said, Guys, he's ex NSA. He was arrested for disclosure. And he was part of the Gulf Breeze 7. They stuck him in prison. H.W. pardoned him because he was afraid that he would talk in a court of law. They pardoned him just so he wouldn't tell what he knew. So I got this from, you know, you want to talk about being in the right place at the right time? One was my father and the fact that he wanted me to know what was going on and he told me to avoid it. He said he used to have dreams and visions of me being involved in the intelligence community with this. And that's one of the reasons he decided to tell me. He was afraid for my safety. The other thing that I just look at, Divine Providence, meeting Vance Davis. You know how I met Vance Davis, D? This is an interesting story. The very first time I ever heard Coast to Coast was when I was by myself. I was listening to on the radio. It was like late at night, and Vance was on talking about... Things related to the secret space program. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, there's someone I could talk to about this and not worry about having my mom get her pension stripped away for disclosure of material. And I reached out to Vance, and eventually we became very good friends. You want to talk about divine providence, Steve? It's kind of like I feel like I'm where I'm supposed to be talking about this. And I think this show...
1: Well, I believe you are, Dave. You are. You're at the right place at the right time with the right message that your dad had prepared you for this day when he took you aside and started speaking into your life. That's, That's what people have got to understand. You know, everybody they may not know the secret space program or have your dad or or my friends sources etc but everybody who calls upon the name of the lord jesus christ and i'm telling people it's going to be so supernaturally wicked that even though you know the weapons of warfare are not carnal but mighty through god there is no place in the new testament where self-defense is frowned upon and look at the if you will the neutered nature of the pulpits man they got, they got dainties in the pulpits that, uh, you know, I mean, the only thing darker than the the thing what is it what is it it's conforming to the spirit of the day and this is what this is i mean the devil's got a, a blueprint book of a billion ways to deceive and none of us can walk through this life without the hand in my opinion and the mercy of the living god leading us and guiding us because dave this thing is so multi-dimensional and when you get in the secret space program and you start breaking down all the different species and all the different things they're doing, but what it all comes back to is this, is that mankind is so incredibly spectacular that it caused the jealousy and the envy of a third of the hosts of heaven and the angels to just say, we're going to rebel against God. And the whole thing of evolution, most people don't know this, but that that wasn't just Darwinian or, or Charles Darwin. The, the context of history teaches that when God created man, God said, let all the angels of heaven acknowledge me, meaning God, and what I have done. Well, when you think you're at the top of the ladder and you just get demoted by these monkeys... You know, and it said, stated in some of the old stuff I read, I mean, I'm talking multi-thousand-year-old manuscripts now, that, you know, I'm not going to worship those monkeys. It's just like the middle finger. The middle finger, most people don't know where that came from, and I can tell you this, it's thousands of years old, you know, except in Bozeman, Montana. It seems to be a function of a certain brand of car people drive with a coexist a sticker, and if you dare pass them, going 40, you know, you're in a 40, I mean, seriously, uh, you know, Uh, I'll tell you this, if you know what the word in Japanese is for the Pleiades, that's the brand of car. And Dave, I've had people come to Bozeman, and and seriously, they listen to me on the radio and we talk about all this stuff, and they say, you know, they say, man, you're right. And I said, yeah, I'm right. It's the chosen uh, vehicle of people that have coexist stickers just as long as you coexist on their term. And trust me, it's not a salute of excellence that they're giving you when, you know, that happens and I'm not being facetious that really happens it just goes to show you that you cannot the Bible says this friendship with the world is enmity with God No place in the scripture has becoming part of the world, won the world. Look, I'm a sinner. I'm an average guy. I'm a businessman. And for the record, I'm not a pastor. I'm not a prophet. And I'm not somebody out there just to scare people to sell precious metals. But when you've written 14 books and now four films going on, the other ones we got in six films, two more going on, the point being is that I'm trying to contribute to the general knowledge base of what people learn and try and give them an understanding. And when they're sitting there telling you uh, in Hollywood, and everybody's making Luciferian giggles and the sign of the devil and, you know, talking about stuff that's just so profane and disgusting and I basically came out of that world so I'm not a goody two shoes you know the point that I'm saying is thanks to the Lord that he's offering to his people and those who will come and Dave I felt impressed tonight on this show just to say for those of you that have been running from God stop in your tracks and run to him because you know and have seen what's coming and you have been basically running from it because people hurt your feelings they slandered you many people were uh, divorced over these issues but it's time to just put on the brakes, turn around, come towards Jesus his hand is out lifted and reaching out to you because you cannot deal with the devil I I, I know tough guys, I know some tough guys really tough guys but when they get in the presence of devils demons and uh, entities they absolutely turn to putty and the guy said, I know one made the statement. He said, Steve, I'm not afraid of anybody on earth. There's nothing that I won't go up against, he said. But when I encountered this stuff, he said, it was like my knees. And, and people can say, I'm not that guy. Well, I'll tell you what the things that are coming upon the earth are going to get to the point where men's hearts will fail them for looking after fear but the good thing is the good news is is that there's power in the blood of jesus there's dominion in the name of jesus and god dave unless god fights for his people we're all toast but god's people have got to start standing up and saying lord we'll fight with you but fight for us and most people don't even know there's a battle So therein lies the ultimate dilemma for me. How do we get people to realize the battle that is raging against them in the heavenly realm, in the interplanetary realm, on Earth realm, under the Earth, the scientific realm? Everything is war. And make no mistake, just revisit this, Dave, for the sake of your uh, second-hour listeners that may not have heard, the United States is undergoing a full-scale civil war, and nobody knows when the shooting starts but right now when you've got people being beat up just for making uh, wearing a Make America Great Again hat, Well you've got women being absolutely, their faces kicked in, when you have people who are wearing burkas holding their AK-47s trigger-ready position being shown in Minnesota or wherever that picture was, and, and we're being told that we've got to shut up about our God, it ain't going to happen. And I'm telling you point blank. There is no place in the Bible that says self-defense is wrong. No place. And But what's happening, the, the phonies in the pulpit have made it all about being friends with the devil. The devil, even with the most powerful people on earth who serve him, they will ultimately be consumed by him.
0: That's a really, really well said. And, and if we don't awakened to the various realms we're being threatened, one of them will consume us. See, Steve, here's my fear. People kind of get the physical realm to a large extent. This is why Trump got elected. They understand how the government has not been a good steward of our money. They understand how they're being ripped off by the corporations and international bankers. A lot of people get that. But these people won't take it into the spiritual realm. They don't see it as being satanically attacked. And then when you bring it into the subject of aliens they just roll their eyes they roll their eyes at you and say you need a psychiatrist.
1: Absolutely, and the deal is is that this is why it's important. You know, you and I discussed this, that the very word conspiracy theory was developed by the Central Intelligence Agency to define anybody that questioned the official narrative of John F. Kennedy's assassination. Then the words that came out of the Tavistock Institute and the neuro-linguistic programming people, basically tell a lie, tell a lie, repeat the lie, and pretty soon people believe, it. It's like the mainstream media news stories. How is it that Fox, MSNBC, CBS, and ABC uh, many times have the exact same story? Not Fox so much, but ABC, uh, you know, and CNN, of course. Well, the reason being is you're being programmed, and you don't know it. You're being programmed subliminally through your computer screen, through your television, through even our, our you know, uh, death phones, uh, iPhones. And I tell people this, and, and I have an iPhone, you know. I I leave it now more than i used to and i don't um you know i'm not thrilled with having it but you know dave here's the thing i want to ask people a question because we've got about what 10 minutes in this segment left or
0: how we many a, minutes we got about uh not quite three
1: oh not okay man um, i'm on a roll and evidently my watch isn't keeping up with it what are you going to do, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm serious with what I'm saying now, what are you going to do when there is no more my site, Dave, site, common sense, Dave, site, what What are you going to do when our voices are no longer there? Are you going to just reflect and go, man, that's just like Dave Hodges told us it would be, but I made fun of him during that time. Did you ever stand with him that time and think about it? And, I want, and Dave, I want to say this to the people that have wealth out there that are getting ready probably to die and may not have any natural errors or whatever. There's probably two dozen people, tell me if you think I'm wrong here, that have the audience that can make a change in people's lives. And you don't ask for money. I don't ask for money. We sponsor, we sell our stuff, and we support. But I'm asking people, those of you who have never done anything for anyone, what are you going to do? And you're going to get saved. You're saved. You believe in Jesus. But when you're brought before, and, and, and yeah, I guess maybe this is an important thing to bring up, where you've got to give account for what you did with that blessing that God gave you. What are you going to do? What are you going to say to the Lord? Well, I I was worried I might run out of money. Well, you had 10 million bucks and you were 80. You know, I, 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 here's what I'm trying to say. When we go dark, when our voices are silenced, when our pages are no longer, when basically the thought police are in full form, when it goes beyond the hell of Blade Runner 1 and 2, when you're in a technocratic assassination chamber, what are you going to do? Well, at that point, you can turn to Jesus or you can do it ahead of time and he'll take you through the worst of times. But, ladies and gentlemen, we really want you to consider the cost because, you know, how long have you been on Talk Radio, Dave?
0: 2007. So going on, okay. this is my 12th year.
1: Okay. So that's, that's over a decade. I've been there twice that long and others have out there. But, ladies and gentlemen, what are you going to do? Who are you going to call? Who are you going to say? What are you going to do when every article I'm prepping is off the Internet? because it would be counterintuitive to allow you to exist outside the state. What are you going to do? I'm suggesting you do what you can do right now to help those who have the strongest voices, because there are things we don't tell our listeners that go on the background that literally would cause some of you, I'm serious, to lose your bowels or to basically lose your bladders. And the thing is, is that that's not to be uh, gross by any means. But Jesus made it simply this way. He said, if I've told you earthly things do you believe me not, how can I tell you heavenly things? People ask me, tell me everything you know about the secret space program. And for a long time I've been silent. Now I feel released I can do it. And I'm going to do it at Branson. So if people would like to get a, to take it uh, an advantage of the price, you know, discount until the, let's see, January 15th. They can go on Gen6.com and conference and register, or if they'd like a, Dave Flynn's wonderful book, Mars, uh, Cydonia, The Secret Chronicle of Mars, uh, they can order a pre-order a set of the 2019 DVDs, and they'll get that book for free, and plus get a, a discount on the cost of the tape. So we're, we're telling people we want to give everybody the maximum chance to, to attend Branson because it will be sold out, in my opinion, probably three to four months before it even happens.
0: Oh, easily, Steve, and easily when we join forces and I start advertising. Yeah, in fact, maybe time to do that. Anyway, we got a break. Bottom of the hour break here in hour number two. The good news is we have another hour left with Steve Quayle, and we're going to talk about World War Three. Stay tuned, everybody. We'll see you on the other side. This could be a gift for you or for people you love. And nothing says you're extraordinary. More like getting this four-coin set of rare-prized Augusta St. Godden's Lady Liberty with her torch. All these impressive important coins are bullion-proof grade, authenticated by the U.S. Mint,